0: hey everyone and welcome back to what's crack the podcast where to 20 20 20 20 something year olds try and discuss every anything and everything in hope that it provides some advice and or entertainment along the way
1: this week's podcast is on cancel culture Cancel culture is a phenomenon that has happened throughout history, arguably from the invention of the printing press. Cancel culture is the practice of a no longer supporting someone or products that are regarded as unacceptable or problematic. And I guess another term for that is boycotting.
0: Um, so why have we chose to talk about cancel culture today? Um, well, I, I pretty much took the forward on this one. I, I just found it interesting because I feel like what we're going through right now—it's just very cultural, culturally relative, and it's happened. It's it's ready to happen anytime. It's in the wings and ready. Like, and it all boils down to like the press, basically. Um, that's like a spoiler, basically. <laughs> it's like this all boils down to the press. But um, so with cancel culture, I want to focus more on the um most recent happenings of it, and um, I feel like there's. Three main precedents which we can talk about, three main, um, kind of cases where we could talk about and get a handle it gives us a wider rate of how cancel culture works the happenings whether it's good whether it's bad and so how different it's types of
1: it and like who is included within it shortly.
0: and I think that the three and the three cases that I would want to talk about today and get your opinion on it is um, Harvey Weinstein who has just came back into the news recently because he's just been um, he's just been to court and he's been tried and hit the first charge brought of his rape has been he's been found guilty which we knew we've been new (laughs) We, we trusted those women and um so harvey weinstein's case all the way back in history um about i think it's been going on for about two years now and for with what happened from harvey weinstein birthed the me too movement which then graduated into the times up movement and it showed that when we were taking this guy down because this guy's power um in his cases he used his um um like the power struggle between people like he was this producer this executive producer preying on these actresses who wanted to make it big these using his
1: connections and power as a wave
0: totally and it was that power dynamic that he was using and he was torn down from that pedestal which which he built and um That's where cancel culture really hit it big and went mainstream. And um, the other two cases that I want to talk about and get your opinion on is um, the YouTube drama, which I feel is...
1: Probably the one that I know most about, if any.
0: I feel like YouTube is... Is YouTube mainstream? Like, uh, YouTube is global by all means. I think
1: YouTube is... 'Cause there's the question of like YouTube celebrities, are they real celebrities? Totally. And I think YouTube is always seen as like a side piece to obviously like other um sort of news.
0: People um, just do not but take it is coming
1: thing. into like more mainstream news. You know, you've got like YouTubers going on like you know, normal T V programmes and stuff. So it's it's definitely getting bigger.
0: Yeah, it's definitely getting bigger. You got the people in the UK like um, Zoella and Joe Sug. He went. Oh, I don't follow one. those. <laughs> it was he the one who was on Strictly recently? Um, but yeah, they are breaking into mainstream. However, I feel like YouTube still has this talent to be its own little on the internet kind of thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people do shrug it off, and it is a generational thing. I suppose that a lot of people do shrug it off, but when stuff goes down on YouTube. When it drama, makes its way
1: into real media
0: when drama goes down on youtube that seeps into mainstream media and it's delicious <laughs> it's like, <laughs> i feel like i'm part of the problem here which i'll throw my hands up and say yeah i love the drama when it's happening but i am trying to stay semi-conscious um when going into these things as the Libra that I am, and trying to be like, remember this there's another side of this story <laughs> um and the third case that I wanted to talk about was um the most recent one which we've seen in um the u k news I don't think they broke national boundaries, but I think that it definitely takes precedent in this conversation is um the caroline flack um story, and um sadly, she just committed suicide recently and i believe and what really made me want to speak about it was that this is down to cancel culture like she had a presenting job in the uk for years she presented the she presented the extra factor with ollie Mers, and she went straight up and then she had got solo presenting gigs on love island and what happened was a news story broke that um she had um domestic um a, like domestic outbreaks with her boyfriend and that went into the mainstream news and because and the story that we're talking about is when she took a lamp and she apparently hit her boyfriend over the head with this lamp when he was asleep um people went crazy and not saying that if when Harvey Weinstein raped these women, we all went crazy because it's illegal. It's our thing. You don't treat humans like that. But we went crazy right off the bat and it wasn't really looked into and it was kind of a shut it down now and then it snowballed into yeah. her losing her I think in
1: both jobs. cases, it was a case of like justice warriors. Like we want to believe that we're doing right in getting all hot-headed and flustered about these situations. Like we want there to be like real justice and to feel like from these you know terrible situations that there can be some good outcome from it I think with the Javi case you know obviously the Me Too and the Time's Up movement came from that and that was generally positive positive. Um, and I do feel like it really did open up more of a topic of mental health as well um, but with the Caroline Flack situation I feel like it was just straight off the bat it was just bullying it was not like in a way of justice or thinking about her partner in the situation it was more just a case of she's a horrible person let's blame her for everything she's done let's bring up the fact that she dated Harry Styles that was so many years younger than her that has absolutely nothing to do with the story but it was just everyone was like this one bad thing in the press I'm gonna then take that one thing and look at all the bad things that she's done or in certain people's eyes and just take that and run with it and just go wild and it just spiraled into this really intense bullying which obviously ended in her taking her own life
0: and it's it's this is happening in the mainstream media and then adopted this outside this can happen into day-to-day lives with people as well but because these celebrities have this judge celebrities are up for the judgment from the public and yes they do voluntarily put themselves into that space when you're a celebrity you have to understand that you're giving up that little bit of
1: freedom you
0: are giving up your freedom because you're up to the critique however this the instant with caroline flack i when i sit down and i really reflect on it and i think about all the facts that were put in place i was thinking how many people have arguments with their partners, the people that they love, and these arguments get out of hand and they get all flustered? And it they, the when you've got love and you've got anger in the same room, and you don't want to feel that way with this person, it can break massively. I just I'm why. Why was it reported in mainstream media? It's kind of, that's a private. We talk about a person's love life, that's totally private unless it's kind of, take the media, come to our wedding, take photos, you publish this, like you you pay us to come
1: I think the reason why it was so different was because she's female and it's not something that we're used to hearing about. It's more typically like, oh, it's always men sort of like that's how how we always see it in the media and that's our mindset so when it was oh my god this this woman beat up a boyfriend like I think that's why the media just went crazy with it because it was like this is something new this is something fresh this is what's going to get people to read because it's not something they used to and really that should have just been a case if that was any anyone else's case then it would been would have been more private until there was sort of a resolution to the issue whether it was like you know someone goes to jail or whatever but with this it was like before the facts were laid out people were already running and printing it
0: totally it is a total flip on the head of the Harvey Weinstein case, where you've got a man who is abusing women, and then when you've got a woman abusing a man, this is this is a niche yeah. market. This is a story that doesn't happen. But every with day his
1: case, it was more historic events that were coming to surface, whereas with this, it had it only current. just been happened, and people were already running with it before knowing the facts.
0: Totally, and uh, that's that is one of the plot. That is probably one of the points where we'll highlight. That is probably a point where which we should highlight now, where cancel culture <laughs> is bad when we are running with. Current events and when news is still coming out this is where cancel culture cannot slow down it's already jumped the mark it's already down the street it's already it's it's like a beast waiting to be fed again it's like it's waiting for the new news headline and when i first saw the caroline flag headline it seemed like Every other day, every three days, there was a Sun article on Facebook with a clickbait title like Caroline Flack's in a major depression. Caroline Flack loses, like, boyfriend. Like, loveless Caroline Flack loses Love Island job. And it's like, yeah. like, Jesus, leave the girl like, alone. Yeah. It's like, it's. We've got, like, bigger things going on right now. And all I have to hear about is Caroline Black. I'm not clicking on these stories. I'm just looking through my Facebook news feed, and I'm seeing these. I'm like, and that's
1: what will get people running with it. Because these clickbaity titles are hooking people at the first glimpse. Mm-hmm. A lot of people won't be reading the actual articles. And then they'll be like, oh, did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that just sort of feeds the dragon of the culture. Because instead of people actually reading up and fact checking these websites they are doing exactly what those newspapers want them to do they want to see the title and run with it so that they can get away with feeding th- this really bad you know thing
0: it's it is totally crazy and whilst we're talking about clickbait, we can go back to the youtube topic for james charles because what's full of clickbait
1: Ah. I love... I hate how much I love it. <laughs> it is my primary source of entertainment. 100%. And I'm so embarrassed at how, like, sort of invested I got in this whole drama because I I, I like to pretend that I don't. But I do.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it is a guilty pleasure up there right now of mine. It's... I, I love YouTube because... It fed into um people really getting interested in other people living like I and it was my- normal
1: people, so it yeah. was like I can relate to that yeah,
0: it's like this person lives in America, but I'm watching this person vlogging their life yeah. their day to day life I'm watching a person video themselves going to the store going to the bank like going, the most
1: boring things but somehow but it's entertaining what it not because yeah. I'm like oh
0: I'm watching somebody else live this is so exciting. <laughs> while well, I'm just
1: like sitting here like with 10 bags of empty packets of doritos
0: <laughs> <just> not living <laughs> and it's totally and it's I just I do love it so much and I think that YouTube is responsible for um there was there's been a massive um uprise of like biopics and looking into people's stories so like you've had the new Judy Garland film you had Rocket Man, which is based on Elton John you had uh, We Will Rock You based on Freddie Mercury like it it started people started being interested in people's lives yeah just normal people day to day and then the mainstream media thought well let's look into the lives of famous people let's like get this trend that's going on people being interested in people let's do it on famous people of the past and be like this is what they did on a daily basis and I watched the film Judy and it was great (laughs) she deserved the Oscar for it Um, but yeah and so talking more in depth about um the james charles um council so um it's based on the youtube beauty community yeah which it's is like
1: probably the most cutthroat on youtube 100 percent.
0: and it's re- it's referred to by other youtubers it's it is so youtube you got youtube which is massive and then you got like the family tree of what it is and you've got daily vloggers, and then you've got kind of um, gamers. gamers, and you've got. I'm YouTubers. trying to think of them because the first one that I do think of is the beauty yeah. community because it, it is has huge. played
1: such an important role for people to become self employed. Like for me, when I think of YouTube or YouTubers, I think of self employed beauty enthusiasts or like people who do reviews on like makeup or like skincare or whatever like that is what I primarily think of and I feel like maybe that's what kind of started the whole youtuber self-employed situation
0: yeah I feel like one if you look at every youtuber who is massive and got money They've got a brand, they've yeah. branded themselves, they've got a product to sell to which it's came off, and then they're selling a product which is usually a beauty product, yeah. And um, but you've had YouTubers who have transferred and kind of dipped their toe in the beauty community, such as Shane Dawson, who wasn't a beauty YouTuber, yeah. I think he started all. off
1: more as like a comedy channel,
0: like- totally like 100%. And he found He looked into the beauty community and he's even came forward and said that one it's amazing, two, it's dangerous and it's it is crazy. So it's the YouTube beauty community and um this situation was between Jeffree Star. It was initially between Tati and James Charles and then on the back of that jeffrey star got involved defending as he normally
1: does Tati.
0: yeah <laughs> it was we were banking as people following this drama and i've hold my hands up and i am guilty to it i wanted jeffrey star to get involved oh me too because
1: I, <laughs> I hate how much i love that
0: like Tati was Tati really and praised herself on being this like woman who doesn't swear very calm very cool but that was the character
1: she always built up like that's how everyone knew her so it was easy to believe her. but she
0: even did the video trying to cancel james charles as that character and you're like oh well okay she seems
1: believable yeah
0: and it's like okay that's just just like a woman telling the facts whereas when jeffrey comes in you expect a steamroll kind of like if if you what. If you think of anyone going to cancel anyone, it's Jeffrey. Jeffrey starts. Oh, Jeffrey
1: being (laughs) cancelled.
0: Yeah, Jeffrey has been on the side of it a lot, and um, but Jeffrey has like he has this persona where it's kind of like, don't get on the wrong side of me.
1: Yeah, and like he's still believable as well. Like a lot of people will. You know, sort of check his channel for reviews on products before they actually buy it because oh, yeah. they trust him.
0: He's one hundred percent true. Um, He's trusted in a different way, and he will tell the truth constantly, and he prides himself on it. That even the Kardashians who have been out their makeup line, yeah. And he, and he, he, he was like, Kylie "This Jenner is terrible." A new one. Yeah. I watched brush there. I was like. <sighs> And like, I made mean, that brush. set
1: was terrible. I it looked so cheap.
0: Love that when he did that video. I'm sure that his next video was like, "Well, I'm not on the PR list anymore." Like he doesn't <laughs> care, and <laughs> um, he's prided himself on that. He's built a reputation on that, and so it's kind of like, "Don't <laughs> with Jeffrey Star." Yeah, it's very that. Whereas and- James
1: Charles, he was always. The, the sort of, like, the child that was making all these bad decisions. Because Ty and Jeffrey are obviously a lot older than him. Yes. And so James has always been seen as, like... He's been shrugged off as, like, oh, he's just a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he's just growing up. Like, he's growing up in front of the limelight. He doesn't know how to handle it. And it's like, he's our age, and we still keep our crap together. Like, there's no excuse.
0: Uh, yeah, we definitely keep our crap together the best that we can. However... I'm expecting Jeffrey and Tati by this point to know that he's still got growing up to do. I've still got grown up to do. I do not think that I'm going to class myself as an adult till I'm 25.
1: I know, but I just feel like his attitude is like, if you're not going to grow out of it now, you never will. Like, that's how you'll always be. And that's what... Because there's being mature and then there's having an attitude problem. Mm. And um, I don't think he has either. <laughs> I think he has an actual problem and he's immature.
0: It's so difficult when it comes to YouTube, though, because how... We
1: what, only see what they want us yeah, to see.
0: What part of it is their character? What part of it is James Charles? Like, James Charles, like, the house. Yes, yeah. sis. Like, all of this. And, like, how much of it is James Charles? That 45-minute video where he's got his glasses on. You can see his knock-eye, not a point of makeup, just tearing into this camera. How much of his james not yeah. james charles like and how much of it is jeffrey and not jeffrey star like yeah <laughs> and um so yeah it was um then it became jeffrey star and Tati versus james charles gabriel zamora and nikita dragon
1: i didn't keep up with the last two i did don't follow I. them at all so i just felt like they were just like spitting in and it was kind of like yeah but it doesn't really add or
0: take away anything. I just, kind of I just feel like I have to involve it because I just want to paint a picture of the scenario um, as the scenario as a whole. Yeah. And then we can try and talk about what we think of it. And so, how it went down was that Tati said that James Charles said, it's okay for me to flirt with straight people because I'm a celebrity. And, well... Did Do he you prove this me? wrong, though? Yeah, I think he, he did because he came out with didn't. the text messages. Yeah, and he said. But also,
1: that, did she not say that he didn't say in text message? He just said it like.
0: Yeah. In so front of People. I'm she published. Confused. She published. I believe it went. And let's. Well, I'm going to blank at this right now. This is allegedly. I don't want the beauty community coming for me. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't think they know who. We if are, this so it's comes bad. out,
0: and this by any happenstance comes up, I don't want any of them coming for me. <laughs> and um so i believe that it went Tati published the video with kind of no receipts no screenshots she just spoke into the camera it was james said this at her birthday dinner yeah. and her family was all there and she went james stop flirting with the waiter because he's straight and james went it doesn't matter because i'm a celebrity and th- I, I that's mean, controversial as it I,
1: is It was easy for me to believe that because that seems like something he would do.
0: When you were looking at him and how he, his character was like, he would always like fantasize over like the Dolan twins and he was always talking about straight guys and what he was attracted to. So yeah, and there was a lot of drama video. (laughs) Below the beauty community, you've got the beauty drama brigade, which is like you've got all these drama like these filling the tea Tea and tea spill videos like talking about the drama the beauty community all these people gathering around and taking all these breadcrumbs that are being like fed down like publishing their own channels like the beauty community drama generates enough that all these other people on different channels can feed off enough to publish their own videos and still make some ad sense yeah that's how crazy the beauty community is
1: and I think that's, that's what is um, sort of the main lead in cancel culture, because even on its own, it's strong enough, but because you've got these outlets producing it and like mm-hmm. sort of like going along with it. And then obviously, because it's getting so powerful, it then gets fed into like generic media, you know, the the newspapers that we see printed now. Like
0: yeah.
1: if I feel like if it wasn't for those drama channels feeding it, it mm-hmm. may not be so big
0: but yeah they really sort of like those drama channels waft the flames with oxygen of what the mainstream media and the like sun newspaper did with caroline flack yeah and so when we heard Tati come out and say that she said this to james this really kind of was shocking it's like oh james thinks he can do that and it part of me that. was
1: like oh he's gone and done something else again
0: yeah like slap on the wrist kind of like oh james but i want to speak about the claim that you made because when it's ca- it it goes into sexuality it goes into like oh like i'm flirting with you like i want to get with you and it goes back to like the harvey weinstein foundation like this comes down to sex yeah. And it comes down to being in a relationship with someone. It comes onto somebody else's well-being. Concern. And it comes down to the power dynamic. And it comes down to James being a celebrity, this way to being a normal person. It's okay to flow with you because I've got a following. I've yeah. got affluence. And um, so I think this is what really took it. I think this is what really... <clears throat> because once Tati made this video then you said before yeah. the podcast you were staring at his social blade with like wee music in the background just watching that number dilapidated yeah. like it was going down because it was
1: fast. shocking it was crazy how how hard he was getting hit with all the like the sub count
0: yeah and it was going down fast and you have to recognize that this person has brand deals with um morphe is it? He has a permanent morphic so. cord. He has a palette with them. Like, you're watching this person's figures go down. You're like, what's this going to mean for his future? Like, yeah. it's, you're watching this person's career and for you. But eyes. at the
1: same time, you feel Shut like, up. well, he created that destiny by doing the wrong thing that he did.
0: Yeah, and that's what you're riding on. You're so, like, well, he deserves this. Yeah, like, part watching- of view is yeah.
1: like, Justice Warrior, he deserves yeah, this.
0: you're watching those numbers go down. You're like clapping. You're like, he deserves this. He was like terrible. He said this. And so. That came out and um, James then replied, with a vi- going back to paint the picture of the full story. James then um, replied with a video um, with multiple text messages, screenshot and put into the video. So there is evidence to this. Let's say evidence in quotation marks. Cause.
1: It could have been falsified for all we know. Could
0: have been, but I'm claiming it is evidence because... If it's uh it would take a lot of work to create it if um if it was. Um he, he published multiple text messages proving I believe that the text messages were with the waiter yeah. and the it, waiter yeah. was questioning his sexuality and then James was talking to him and him and him
1: From the text messages it did seem really consensual and that there was no wrongdoing or harm within yes. that. But
0: we The text messages really showed, I think There was a boy who was questioning his sexuality and then James was like, okay, well... uh, Call me when you're ready. Yeah, and that's how it really ended. He was like, you go discover yourself and then... Yeah. And so, but in the middle of this... And Jeffree Star was tweeting and i believe it was the tweet that we were talking about where it's like Jeffrey was like, I've got receipts ready to reveal tomorrow and all of us were like Yeah,
1: I believe everything Tati says, blah yada yada. And the the internet was like, Okay, well we're we'll waiting and then he didn't deliver. He was like, I'm not gonna feed into this and it was a shock because obviously normally he would and we would wait on that. But I don't know. Like, I feel like this might be getting ahead of us right now, but I feel like he kind of stopped it from getting any further. He was like, "You know what? We need to put this to an end because mm. cancel culture is really toxic."
0: Yeah, I think by this point, Jeffrey had been on the receiving end of it, and he knows exactly what it feels like, um, and he knows the dangers of it, and he knows how far it can go, because um, it's a clawback from when.
1: I it's can claw- hear you banging the table, stop. <laughs> I know, I'm
0: trying to get my thoughts together, that's why I do that. Um, it's a clawback, it's a really big clawback for when you get hit by this, and James was going to have to do that clawback as it was, because I'm trying to think how many subscribers he lost. It was in the millions.
1: Whatever, whatever he lost, she gained. So I think it was something stupid, like maybe like three million.
0: I thought it was like six, oh, but potentially threat, yeah. Like I was, it, it was, was a lot, millions. Um, and so Jeffrey said that he was going to bring some receipts to the table. I got excited. I saw the tweet. I went to the yeah. shop. I brought snacks, and <laughs> I was ready for the video to drop. And the, simply, the video did not drop.
1: Yeah, and it was more like an apology video. Yeah,
0: he dropped a video. All of us clicked on it, and all of us were like, oh, "What's he going to say?" And then it was.
1: I'm not feeding into this.
0: You guys came to this video for one thing and then all of us are like, yeah, we did. And, and he was like, I'm not going to like, do it. Yeah, he's like, no. And you're like...
1: Oh, but wow. I'm glad he did. Because, yeah, we expected him to run with it and normally he would. But I was like, you know what? If anyone was going to put this to an end and show that like, what we're doing is just like terrible, yeah. it needed to be him.
0: And so um, Jeffrey Star made the video... Um, talking about growth as a person him getting involved in things was not making him better and it was making him feel like the old Jeffrey which then made Tati publish one last video saying that she will always love James as a little brother and that's how this reaction came around, how this severe reaction, how she kind of um, came out of this like wanting to hurt him because the relationship they had with one another went to levels where it's like you really hurt me, like And I really want to hurt you in this kind of family dynamic. Yeah,
1: And I think because YouTube is like, you can publish whatever you want. It gave her the freedom to run with her emotions. Mm -hmm. Whereas like anyone else would have to like run to a newspaper. Like I want to publish this because I'm upset by this person. Whereas she was like, I can literally just upload a video right now and ruin his career if I want to. And she did. And that's, that's what sort of, um, you know, puts YouTube in a different, um, sort of, to generalized media because generalized media it takes more time to surface than youtube does youtube is very instantaneous and um it's yeah like it's on a different level and if anything i feel like even if it doesn't make it to mainstream media it can be a lot more hurtful than mainstream media in some cases
0: and i just want to speak about the elephant that's in the room that we never spoke about Along the full YouTube drama, which was the money.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Like, Tati's first video was about 30 minutes long, I think it was. And um, did she
1: monetize it then? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> there
0: I didn't were know that six ads in it, mama. I have ad blockers, so I never saw the ads, but I, I when it came out, someone went um on James Charles's side. They went, Tati uploaded about a 30-minute video and put six ads in it, and James Charles uploaded a 50-minute video and didn't put one single ad in it, and that shows growth. And I was just like, actually, Realty. That's true. Like, if you've like came out to come and cancel someone, but you've got some coin from it, yeah. are you as good as a person who comes out, apologizes, and doesn't make any money wow, from it? Oh, that
1: really paints a different picture now. And
0: I was like, oh. And then Jeffree Star's videos were AdSense as well. And I was like, you got some money from that. And you you know that Jeffrey got money from it because everybody was waiting for it as well. Yeah. Everybody was waiting for that Definitely. video to drop. And so everyone clicked on it and everybody watched those adverts and everybody, and he must have made a forger. Like, get it in its shows getting involved sometimes getting involved in it and the beauty community is renowned for it now is like getting involved in the drama means money if you do it correctly but it's very risky
1: so that in so obviously you brought up money in that context of that situation with the harvey weinstein it wasn't really a question of money it was more just sort of those women didn't want to speak out because they didn't want their reputations to be ruined because obviously he had connections in the Hollywood industry and they were scared that if they did speak out their career would end that Uh, way yeah
0: yeah that's uh, the the problem where money lies in the Harvey Weinstein case will probably be these women we have to talk about when celebrities enter the limelight, and I was really thinking about this. I, mean, I think about the celebrities who you would class as kind of zealous, uh, but uh, kind of um, press fodder, and they're always looked upon. And I look at people like um, Katie Price, and you got like Kerry Katona. Who these people? These people really took a big part of their lives and entertain the public and i think katie price has been on pretty much every reality tv show like and she's entertained the public bit after like moment after moment like she's went out and she's went on big brother she's went on i'm a celeb she did eurovision one year she's went on yeah
1: i do not follow
0: i don't really follow eurovision but when I- katie price is in eurovision you're damn right i'm gonna watch
1: Oh God. video um
0: <laughs> she did eurovision then she became a loose woman for a while and so she was on all these tv shows trying to get this money and then she's ended up bankrupt anyway because she's got three kids it? and then she's trying to get five. This...
1: I think. Oh
0: god! I know that the main one that I want to focus on is like Harvey, yeah. her c- kid who has um mental uh, mental um
1: learning difficulties and disabilities. Trying to what the
0: correct term is. It's kind of he is mentally handicapped um, to an extent, and she's looked after him. Every day of his life, and the father has had nothing to do with it. I believe the father was a sportsman, the father has not given one bit of money to her Mm. at all. And she's went out and she's made money for these kids, and she's tried to give these kids the best life that they can. So, like, the daughter's had horses when she's grown up because she wants to be the best mama she can. And so, seeing her run into this kind of place of bankruptcy like the sun newspaper obviously published a story that katie price was bankrupt and everyone's like well she's living beyond a means i'm like well i don't think that we should be looking at celebrities and be like well they put themselves in this position like these celebrities once you've put yourself in the limelight for that long like katie price she can't go and get a job in tesco yeah She can't because...
1: Bankruptcy will only be her only route if she runs out money because she can't just get a generic job now that she's a celebrity. Like, you'd never stop being a celebrity. You can sort of hide in the shadows Mm -hmm. and people will always be like, Oh, whatever happened to that person, but like you will always be recognised.
0: Yeah. If you were a contestant on Tip and Point or The Weakest Sling, or you were on one series of Big Brother, you've got a chance of coming out of the limelight because how the twenty four hour news cycle and how T V works is everybody's gotta forget about you if you were just like a reality TV show contestant. However, people like Katie Price and Kerry katona made jobs for themselves in the media and they've got no other avenue to go down, so it's kind of, it's hard. And so, linking back to the Harvey Weinstein, this is where actresses come in, so you've got people, Gwyneth Paltrow is a massive one, like, when they want to commit themselves to the art and they go into a movie. And Harvey Weinstein movies were blockbuster movies, like Gwyneth Paltrow's with Shakespeare in Love, where she ended up winning an Oscar for it. So, imagine Oscar winner turned grocery like uh behind the tilly morrisons yeah. you can't you can't those don't link up like am I, because all that woman's gonna get is bombarded with is like look how far she's fell like yeah. she's like bagging shopping now and it's kind of people don't understand that and so that's how far it goes and so these women didn't want to go down there
1: so I so with, with the Harvey case, because obviously it is primarily everyone's sort of in the same direction. Everyone's like very against Harvey and, you know, he's the one who's in the wrong. This Whereas with the James Charles, Tati and Jeffrey, there was people voting for different sides. Whereas yep. this case is very much like there's only one right answer.
0: Yeah, I think that there was only one right answer because it wasn't a single woman that came out. And it was at first... It was at first a single woman came out and said, this person raped me. And so her story was taken into consideration. She got 24 hours of the news cycle. And whether she was going to get swept away or not was the question, whether Harvey Weinstein in his power house, um was going to make this story go away and it didn't and it picked up traction and it inspired other women to come out
1: so why do you think it ended that way because in it it can go either way in um, accusations of that nature it can either be you know pro the person mm-hmm. who's came out or against it a lot of people can jump on the bandwagon and be like oh well it's easy for her to come and say that story because you know she wants money or she hasn't been in many movies recently like it's just to like sort of grab everyone's attention and it's sort of um, sort of to try and get publicity for themselves mm-hmm. um, whereas or it could have been like very pro mm-hmm. w- there's two very different opinions, but in this case, it all seemed like everyone just went for the...
0: There's definitely two avenues where this story could have went down. It could have went down and it could have went to like Harvey Weinstein's point of view and it could have been like, how's this media more yeah. going, going to be accused of this by a woman who wants a So why a do you
1: think it is that it went that way?
0: I think it went that way because um, if you look at women in media in the 80s and you look at women in media now in 20... Well, it was 2018 at the and now it's 2020... Um there's more women in media there's definitely more women in kind of um like news anchor roles and journalistic roles and who have more of a serious point and can take a narrative because if you think back then a lot of men would have took the narrative and been behind the desk and uh, of the newsrooms and thought make it go down this point and then these women felt for these other women because you had things coming out of the woodwork and you had statistics coming out of the woodwork that not only celebrities like i believe it's one in five women are sexually assaulted by the time they get to 18 or 21 and so if you think about all the women in media and put that statistic to it there was a, That's a lot of... Yeah. There's a good few women who have felt it. And I believe that the story took traction in that and it was these women were going to make sure that this story never went away. Yeah. And so when the story never went away, you had more um, influential women coming forward. So you had Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, then you had people like Janice Dickinson, who isn't like, A-list, but she's got a name for herself. Um, Uma Thurman.
1: So do you think it was based more on the fact that it was um there was a gender bias or that these people had um sort of like a good um sort of history in the media and that they were seen as believable
0: i think that it was a gender bias and also having enough influence in the media because when we see what happened born into the me too movement which isn't just a women exclusive movement it isn't however it was very women power like women driven it was born out it was you had the whistleblowers who were on I believe the whistleblowers were Time Magazine's person of the year in 2018 or 19. And it included people like Taylor Swift, Ava DuVernay. And um, so you had these women who made sure that it wasn't going to go away. And um, you had women going to award shows dressed in black. And then you had the Time's Up movement where this isn't just women being sexually assaulted. This turns into women are... Being paired together. less than men, women, this power dynamic where you've seen in Harvey Weinstein's case where he sexually assaulted women, the power dynamic is deep-seated, deep-rooted, deep-seated in the um, media that not only are women being taken advantage of sexually, they're being taken advantage of... Power player. Yeah, like, all across the board. Like, they're not being paid enough, not given enough screen time. And the biggest stories that came out of that were Michelle Williams and Mark Ruffalo. I believe that um, Mark Ruffalo got paid thousands of pounds to retake movie scenes however michelle williams got paid like a standard rate of like some something pound and pence an hour because she already got given her chunk of money to make the film and so this went into time's up and time's up still going on because women are um, so
1: that's a really positive um
0: outcome outcome
1: So when we talk about cancel culture, that is a really positive way of cancel culture, whereas typically we think of cancel culture in a negative aspect because usually it is quite toxic. When I spoke about the sort of gender bias, I wanted to bring that back to Caroline Flack's case because usually in a case of abuse, Mm -hmm. we assume it's the male, um, but in this case, obviously, it was the female. Mm -hmm. And even though usually we would sort of quickly go to believe women we were quick to disbelieve
0: yes um do you think that was
1: based on facts or but because i never really heard of of her partner so i i only knew who she was not so much a partner so i don't know if it was a gender bias If it was based on the fact that she was more sort of more of a celebrity than he was and so it was like She's a bigger picture than he is. Um, what What do you think?
0: I think it's all relevant. I think that it links back to the earlier point that you um, said that um, it really turned the Harvey Weinstein thing on its head. It turned from a man taking advantage of a woman in a position to a woman taking advantage of a man because this woman's a celebrity and has a following and she's going to... How it was painted out was... Um, behind closed doors, she's going to abuse this guy and put a lamp over his head and expect him just to live with it because she's a celebrity. And I believe that that's what gave that story traction. And it wasn't... It wasn't 2nd guess because the story got traction and when it started being 2nd guess, this is where... This, these kind of movements link into, like, fake news as well. This is where cancel culture has so many branches into different things. Um, so you had the the first initial story come out, and then down the line when people were like, well, let's get the facts together, the sun would paint. Another article that Caroline Flack is massively depressed, and then it's like, well, a woman's not going to be depressed if this isn't all true. Like, this yeah. is getting to her, like, a woman who lets these things get to her Obviously, he's in the wrong somehow. And then but when people start second-guessing that and start thinking, oh, well, this woman's being bogged down with these news stories and some people are turning on it, then it comes out, uh, Caroline Flack's gonna possibly lose her job. And so people will jump onto that one and and then a new argument's born of should Caroline Flack lose her job or should she not and then people take the well people like Harvey Weinstein got cancelled and Kevin Spacey and because she's a woman doesn't mean anything different and the Time's Up movement really put equality on a pedestal like women want equality but if you want equality you have to address the fact that this story's happening yeah. like she's a woman and he's a man and so I believe that all these things that became relevant worked against her and it's exactly like you said because it was the flip of the coin of the Harvey Weinstein situation it became such a niche news story that it became something new to read about like a woman a yeah. woman <laughs> it's yeah. like and so, it became kind of a witch hunt, and it came down to the point where, obviously, the sad end of which it ended up at, where she did lose her job, and people agreed with it, and then people took to Twitter. I believe one of the worst things that happened, and I have to agree that I laughed at it at one point, was the the news story. I, I giggle at it now, but it's stupid, and it should never have happened, and it's... And it, It's ridiculous how it did, but it just shows how some people work in the moment. That the story broke where she put the lamp over her boyfriend's head, and then someone went onto Caroline Flack's Twitter, looked back, and there was a tweet tweet? in 2002 I love my new
1: lamp or something like that.
0: I love my new lamp. And it's like, I'm smiling talking about this now, and I've got to be truthful because.
1: It's so irrelevant.
0: It's so irrelevant. It's from 2010, but like... It's it's, it's kind not of like the back sh-
1: then she was like, I love this lamb yeah. so much, I'm going to whack him over the head with I'm it. I'm not like, laughing
0: because like, oh, it's, it's so it's dumb. Like, it's, why are you bringing something from 2010 yeah. up? People will so look for anything. Literally, and people are like, oh, Caroline loves a new lamp. It's like the, <laughs> the story went from being 100% serious about this guy's welfare to jump on the back of Caroline Flack and taking her down a peg. Yeah. And this is to the point where she probably got sick of it and thought, mm, well, my so, images went from being in question to being a disgraced TV host to being a blunt of a joke.
1: Yeah. So when do you think cancel culture's gone too far then? I feel like we've kind of brushed over this, but as a as a general...
0: Oh... <sighs> I I believe cancel culture goes too far when, from when I've highlighted that nobody's starting to check the facts. Yeah, like the facts and what's right at the end of the day needs to be at the forefront. So Harvey Weinstein raping these women is a fact because these women have came out and they've proved it and they've gave time and dates of where they've been. They've talked about that they used to have meetings in hotel rooms and then other women have came out and said that they've also had yeah. that happen by different people. Like, the narrative was so clear and it was undeniable. However, in the YouTube-centric... um you've got um, drama happening and you're excited, you're swept up in it, and then James Charles releases the fact you have to go into that with an open mind because there's some people who go into the video being like, I'm going to watch James's video just to, like, talk about... Just so I know what happened so I can talk negatively about yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, you have to go into it with an open mind if these people are trying to defend themselves. Um, but I just think cancel... Yeah, I think cancel culture goes wrong when we don't listen to the facts because i believe as well that kevin spacey who was another actor he there was a story that came out against him that he apparently sexually assaulted a male co-star years ago when that male co-star was very young and then kevin spacey then came out as homosexual after this and then um regardless of that happening people were like You sexually assaulted someone right after the Harvey Weinstein thing was prevalent. You're getting cancelled. He got cancelled. He lost his job on House of Cards. The new film that he just made, I think it cost millions to make, and it grossed 50000 at most at the box office. Because Kevin Spacey was in it. People refused to go see it. Which, I like... This is a positive. Like I want to underline this as a positive. That us as people do have control over what happens and we can boycott something and make change
1: but on the other hand by boycotting that film you are also boycotting all the other actors and actresses the directors the producers the makeup artists like everyone who produced that film is taking the lump because of that one person
0: yeah and it's I think the lesson that I want people to take away from this is if you look at cancel culture and the power that we have in the media forum and people on that, if we were to apply that into the political wing of things and we were to boycott the government if they do something wrong such as shut down the nhs really want to put these wheels in motion. if the nhs starts getting threatened understand that the power that we've got to boycott the media and tear down their like tear down people like harvey weinstein and what happened to caroline Flack. we've got that same power when it goes down to politics (laughs) that's what i want to highlight that's what i want to make people take a lesson away from but yeah i think that cancel culture goes too far when Facts are being disregarded.
1: Facts are being disregarded and also there's a lot of bullying and harassment. You know, people will quickly jump on Twitter and start screaming and shouting at these people. Um, regardless of whether they're wrong or right. Um, I think that's when it goes too far.
0: And um yeah, totally I don't think that I finished the Kevin Space thing. I believe that I read an article afterwards that said that um the person who made the claims that Kevin Spacey did sexually assault him, actually, he retracted them and said that it never happened. Oh. And the same thing that happened with um, Kesha and that Dr. Luke, is it? Yeah. I believe that when evidence came to be part of it, I believe Kesha said, oh, no, it never actually happened. I just want out of my contract. And I'm like, this is when we have to sell uh... So, yeah.
1: So, do you think anyone can come back from cancel culture then?
0: I believe that if you definitely weren't in the wrong and you can get traction, you can possibly claw back. However, I've not seen Kevin Spacey come back onto the scene no. at all.
1: But I do think Jeffree Star comes back time and time after again. James yeah. Charles comes back time and time after again.
0: So there's a difference between actual, actual with like, yeah. round, I don't believe that YouTubers are any less. Um that's where the point where actual hollywood mainstream becomes different from other parts of the media because hollywood i think that with hollywood everybody has to be on the best behavior now and they always should have been (laughs) like (laughs) like hollywood's different to what it was in the 80s now like hollywood everyone needs to be on the best behavior because this is like these people i feel like there's a lot
1: more consequences in hollywood than there is on youtube like if someone was to just deactivate their account, like, yeah, there'd be, like, some news story about it, whatever. But then slowly, they could go back to work at Morrison's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey can't.
0: No, Kevin Spacey can't. Katie Price can't. All these people. And um, so that's where it has to... That's where we have to be careful with cancel culture because, well, yeah, once once someone's cancelled, the question of whether they can come back is... I wouldn't say so. yeah. Because I can't see... Like I say, I can't see Kevin Spacey coming back. And I... I it, whatever happens in someone's life... Um, whatever happens in that situation... Um, Kevin Spacey might be... Personally, be a terrible person. However, when I look at Kevin Spacey being an actor... He isn't a bad actor. <laughs> he has a talent in him. That could be a controversial topic. Yeah. <laughs> so... From that
1: just to type the loose ends, what what would you advise? because oh, obviously I feel like cancel culture is more like of a I don't want to say it like it's an age thing but it typically is younger people that get sort of introduced and become part of it.
0: I believe younger people take the forefront on the YouTube. On the, YouTube. On, the interwebs. <laughs> on the YouTube, I believe that it is younger people who take precedent and decide whether someone's cancelled or not. However, with the mainstream media, it goes down to an older audience because we could have seen people like um, Meghan Markle when she was put into comparison with Kate Middleton all the time. The media was going after that woman to the point where Harry's turned around and went, I'm not having this, we're going to move to Canada because I'm not letting you do this to my wife all the yeah. time. It's as if the media wanted to cancel her and she was part of the royal family. Nobody's safe.
1: <laughs> well, I I think some people are safe because obviously I don't want to kind of go off topic, but obviously you've got sort of going back to the BBC with the paedophile ring. and yes. So in a way, a, there's a lot of groups that are protected given the right money, right connections, and I feel like the royal family do have a very you know tight fist on what the media can and can't print about them and we all know (laughs) the queen is not Meghan Markle's biggest fan so (laughs) it would not surprise me if she was the one getting in touch with these papers to write the waffle that they're they're writing
0: that's that is a Theory that we can ponder on a later episode, I'd say, because it sounds interesting enough. I'd love to speak about the Royal Family on one episode and the conspiracies around them and everything. I do find royalty throughout history totally interesting, and some stories that could come out would be brilliant. Um But what would I advise at the end of this? Like I say, just just fact check. Fact check and understand that the press is
1: feeding off your anger.
0: Right, there's no such thing in this university. It took me a university level of education to understand this. There's no such thing as unbiased. There's no... Everyone is biased at least a little bit. There's There's no way around it. And that includes the press. And so when you've got people like The Sun who are making these clickbait articles to get money, understand that your click... Gives them money. Yeah. So, if it means it, go onto to Facebook and block all The Sun's content. All these people who've came out now, like, all these... Um, I believe that there was uh, hairdressers down south who stopped stocking in, um, like, gossip magazines yeah. or The Sun newspaper because it does feed into this negative culture of talking about people and celebrities who don't deserve it. Understand that the content that you read, it goes back to that thing where we started laughing because if it's on the internet it must be true yeah. like it's not because there's no hot singles in your area wanting to meet you it's like <laughs> that's that is dangerous so's the newspaper all these people who started boycotting the sun in the 80s because of what happened um with um anfield stadium i believe and they covered up for mark thatcher like they had it right if you want to do something boycott the press
1: yeah be in control of what you consume and you can have your opinion have have an educated opinion but don't go jumping down people's throats like everyone is allowed to have their opinion but please just be mindful of people's opinions
0: cancel culture doesn't just stop at people you can cancel the sun newspaper if you really want and (laughs) just not buy it and don't click on any of the ads.
1: I think we should just end that.
0: <laughs> I believe that's a great way
1: place to end. Cancel the sun. <laughs> Forget episode title. It's not cancel culture. It's cancel the sun. Cancel
0: the sun. <laughs> um, great. Well, do you want to give us an outro?
1: I think you should give the outro.
0: Right, okay. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this episode of um, What's Crack. Uh, we hope that you found value in anything that we spoke about, whether it's you've actually took some advice or you've just found us entertaining. Um we'd like to say a massive thank you to Soundwave in Workington for making this podcast possible in the first place. Um we'd also like to give a massive thank you to Ellen Price who took photos of us kind of us kind of, 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 cute. <laughs> made us, kind of <laughs> gave us a social media presence which people won't click off instantaneously. Um and made our Facebook page where where can people find us on social media?
1: i think
0: it's just what's crack what's crack on facebook do we have anything else do we have an instagram so it's just on facebook right now so on facebook at what's crack um you can contact us on there and talk about what we should speak about next whether you've got a problem about what we've just spoke about what's your two pence on the opinion and hey if it's good enough where it might make it on the podcast where we can talk about that um So, um, thank you again for listening. It means a lot. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.